Girl, change your clothes. Back with another episode, and today we continue to talk about parenting. Last last week's episode, it was definitely so extensive and it was so good that we just didn't have any other option that just keep on with the same episode and give you part two. Give you a part two of amazing. And and you know what? We got to talk about a few of the things that. We apply with our kids what has worked with the kid with our kids, and um, we are ready to share even more. I see my dear Denise. Denise, are you on? Good morning, everyone. Hey, Jamie. How are you, my girl? I am wonderful. I am excited to have you on. And I was telling our audience that last week we were talking about parenting, and we shared some of the tips and the things that have worked with us for us. Uh, but definitely, we're ready to share our stories, the things that um, happened with us, and maybe we are being able to apply that to our kids. And maybe sometimes it's hard to achieve a balance, you know, of being a great parent and having the perfect kids. Uh, but we have additional help and it's the best help and it's the word of God. And when we combine the word of God and when we combine love and the discipline that the word of God tell us, we definitely get to have a lot better results and, and we get to see our kids just being better kids, being better people. And yes, yeah, sometimes it gets hard, but Hey, that's why we have the word of God. We have prayer and we can hold down to those things that definitely help us. It's a big help in the way, in the journey of being a parent. So I see Shelly on. Hey, Shelly. Hey, how are everybody doing today? Hey, we're doing great. How are you? We're doing wonderful. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, good. So um, we were talking about, you know, that we continue today with parenting. Um and maybe some of us have some stories that we can share with um, our audience, things that maybe we deal with when we were children and when we were, you know, small and and our parents had to deal with us and maybe they applied it with us. And now we get to use that same thing with our children and it's working. Do any one of you want to share one of your stories, one of your uh, experiences as a child? And how are you being able to maybe apply that today? You know what? Um, I would like to share and chime in. Um, one thing um, that you had said earlier is um, that um, the word of God will teach us how to parent. Uh, parenting does not. That's what I had to learn. And I didn't realize it until I was older. But parenting does not come with a manual. And the manual um, that we uh 
have great access to is the, is the Bible. Um, I always um, look at and love what the Bible stands for. It's the basic instructions um, before leaving earth. And it applies to every aspect of our life. So if we take a look in the Bible as to how God loves us, how God treats us, um, how he chastises us, how he encourages us and how he guides us, that is a prime example of how we should be with our children. And um, our children are our future. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I learned um, as a child, and I didn't understand it, but my, our parent, my parents protected us. Um, from a lot of different things and a lot of different people. And I always thought that they were just being so hard on us. They didn't want us to um, enjoy our lives or whatever. But I realized that as a parent, it was their job to protect us from um, the tricks of the enemy, the snares of the followers that were out there or whatever. And um, by them uh, not allowing for us to go different places, um, it actually saved our lives because I had some friends whose parents um, weren't as protective um, as my parents were. And they got out there and they got involved with a lot of different things. And I look back and I was like, OK, Lord, I understand now why my parents didn't want me to hang around a certain crowd or, you know, wouldn't let me do sleepovers because I even have some friends that, you know, they were molested from sleepovers. Um, different things happened to them. And I just I thank God, you know, for that protective structure, you know, of my family. And it was consistent. It, it, my parents, they did not waver. And I don't care if you um were a family member or if you were a neighbor or someone from the church, if your walk, if they, my parents had very strong discernment. Um, if your walk was not of that of God, we didn't um, engage. You know, we spoke or whatever, but we weren't involved. We weren't allowed to hang around. And so it is our job as parents to protect our children's ear gate, protect what they watch on TV, protect what they listen to as far as music. We are our children's protectors. And I'm not sure if any one of you all can expound on um, the protection, the protection of um, parenting, the importance of protecting your children. Um, hi, everybody. I'm sorry. I'm a little out of sorts today. <laughs> so forgive me. But um, things that came to mind, I don't really want to go into the specifics of things that should not have happened um, growing up. But. One thing that I know that I would not do with my children is not comparing them to each other. That's, I think, so vital because you are going to put that other child into a state of mind, uh, making them feel like they're not sufficient. They're not good enough. They can't compare to the other person that you're trying to model them against. And that's something that uh, unfortunately did happen to me. And so, you know, you, you try your whole life trying to uh, be what, you, you know, the standard is to whoever that, that person thinks. And so that's one thing I vow to, to do not do with my children, not compare them to each other. And, and I tried my very best not to do that. Another thing that I think is vital is to listen to them. They have a voice just like we do. When I was growing up, Children didn't have a voice. It was 
you speak when you're spoken to and you be respectful and you be quiet. But I think differently. Yes, there are times when they need to be obedient and they need to listen and they do need to be quiet, but they have a voice and we need to be able to listen to them. When are they speaking to us? Because there were times that I spoke to my parents and told them things that that were going on with me and they just ignored it like it was nothing happening. And it was a very serious thing that was happening. And those things changed the course of my life. It, it not only uh, shows you that, you know, the child doesn't have a voice to speak and, and to, to come to you. You end up shutting down. You end up keeping things in and bottling things up because you don't feel a safe place to come to speak to someone. But you end up not trusting people. And that that is something that's so important that we need our children to trust us. We need them to be able to confide in us and come to us and be able to share whatever's going on, whether it's good, bad or ugly. You know, it's it's something that we need to be aware of. Um, and then, of course, discipline. Discipline is is so important, you know, and of course, the scripture talks about spare spare the rod, spoil the child. But just being mindful, there's different ways to do that now, you know, taking things away from them or opportunities to do things. You know, there's different things you can do and you have to know your child to know what is the best way to work around that. Some some children you know, you can you can spank them. And of course, it depends on their age. Um, you could give them a little tap on their butt or whatever. And some children don't get phased by that. They just laugh. They think nothing of it. <laughs> Other children, you know, you got to take something away. Take away their PS4 or their, you know, oh, they can't go hang out with whoever friend they want to hang out with. And that hurts them more. So you got to do what you got to do for your children. And, and each of them, are, you know, they're individual in their in their likes um there's a scripture that came to mind let me just pull it up right quick um proverbs 23 13 it says do not hold back discipline from the child although you strike him with the rod he will not die he's not gonna die i mean (laughs) i'm not talking about beating your children because i am totally against beating your children that's child abuse of course we don't we're not trying to you know go that route but a little tap every now and then on the hand or on your buttocks or whatever. There's nothing wrong with that. You no, know, no. sometimes you Lay have to do that. In Jesus name. <laughs> <laughs> do what you got to do, you know, and, and teach them. And of course, they, they goes by age, you know, there's different things that you would do for toddlers. And then when they get into their early adolescent years and, as they get into their teen years, um, tapping them might be, you know, different. You might have to start just taking things away from them at that point. Um, but it, it all depends. It all depends on what they're doing, you know, and, and uh, again, you got to know your child. So those, those are some tips, um, that I can recall. Oh, one more thing. Um, just knowing who your kids are around, who they're around, who they're mm-hmm. exposed to. Yes who they're talking to, um, if they have a cell phone, which everybody seems to have a cell phone coming out the womb these days. Um, but, <laughs> not, not but, out the womb. <laughs> right? It's crazy. But they they know how to use phones at very early age, and, and, you know, some parents allow them to have their phones and stuff. But being mindful because that phone basically is a computer. 
because mm-hmm. they can do everything. Mm-hmm. And we have to be so mindful of what we're allowing our children to do because we can get into all kinds of stuff that you don't want them to get involved with. So being very careful of that, who they're talking to, who, because the, there's people out there that say they're a 13 year old child and they're some grown person. Right. You know, so you have to be so mindful of what they're interacting with and, and check their phones every now and then. They're living under your roof. They're under 18. There is no privacy. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Right. That's they, just my, that's right. just my way. And you paying the bill for the phone anyway. Exactly. <laughs> so you check it. It's yours. Exactly. They're just using it. <laughs> yep. So those are some of my little tidbits for today. Jamie? And I think that were great, Shelly. Um, when you said the part about not comparing your kids to each other, um, that is also something that in my childhood affected um, in different ways. It affected me and it affected my sister. It affected my sister in the way that my mom will always compare and say that I was, you know, a big helper, that I was probably smarter and things like that. And my sister, she grew up feeling less, you know, she grew up basically saying, and she used to say, I felt dumb, you know, a lot of times because of the things that my mom used Mm -hmm. to say. In my mm-hmm. case, That's I, what I, went through. I grew up yeah. feeling like I was the ugly duck of the family. <laughs> I was like, everybody used to say, oh, she's so pretty. And my little sister, because she's beautiful. My sister is beautiful. Mm. But I felt I, it never came to you be are something too, said to me. So yeah, I felt, gorgeous. yeah. And my self-esteem was like, oh, I'm the ugly one. And she was the pretty one. So, and that comparison really hurt in a lot of times. Now I even feel that I still have to say I'm sorry to my sister for her being compared to me, for me maybe doing things better way that she did. That she, did. she just had different abilities. And my parents didn't see that. Mm-hmm. You know, she learned in a different right. way that I learned. And they didn't know how to identify that. So they didn't meet her, you know, at a place, okay, you learn a different way that Jamie learns. And let's go ahead and apply that. And maybe we can discover the great things that you have. And my sister is very smart. She's super smart. But she just was not, she was not thought or raised in a way that she felt smart enough because they just didn't discover the way that you learn. So definitely that will be a thing that I am glad you mentioned that do not compare your children, do not compare one to to another. Embrace their abilities. They all learn in yes. different ways. They are different. Yes. They're, they're unique. And you were chosen to mm-hmm. be the parent for that child because God knew from the very beginning that you were capable and able to raise that child. So never regret, oh, this this child is not, you know, doesn't listen or, or is disobedient or whatever. What are you doing as a parent to make sure and meet your child at a place that you can communicate with the child efficiently? You know, as parents, we blame them. But what are we doing as parents to prepare ourselves to get to the heart of our children, to be able to for them to open up with us and share things that maybe, you know, they need to share with us instead of the friend that is next door that is telling them things that are not good for them. They don't have the experience that we have. So those type of things, definitely. And, And in regards to the discipline. Yes, I do believe that we have to discipline our children at a young age. We don't have to be abusive. Um, one thing that maybe is different to um, 
to what some parents do and I did in my culture was we used to discipline our kids with a rod, you know, it, 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 and it's biblical. The Bible says that in Proverbs 23, 13 and 14, it says we hold withhold not correction from the child. And it says that we mm-hmm. should discipline with a rod, not beat them to death. No, but it's only giving you as a parent the authority and the discipline that you can put on your children because God gave you that authority. Okay, just like he does it with us because he's our father and he disciplines us when we do the wrong thing. We can do it as well. We just have to do it with wisdom. Okay, that's that. That's what I say. We have to do it with wisdom and not doing it in an abusive way. So that's why sometimes maybe using the hand might not be the best way because it shows that you are using your body to hurt the child or or your child. Um, Maybe that's why God may be referenced to the rod. Because there is another way to discipline your children. And it's in the Bible. So don't feel bad about that. Um, it was give, It's a permission that was given to us, but with wisdom and not being abused against our children. And they will learn. Trust me, I did it with my children after they were like seven years old. And they're not the perfect children. But for sure, they save me a lot of headaches. And I think parenting, it's not supposed to be a nightmare. It's not supposed to be like... You are a hamster in a wheel trying to get out of it and trying to run, you know, the rat race. No, parenting shouldn't be that way. It shouldn't. It should be something that you should be able to enjoy and to embrace. Yeah. Because God put that in us. You know, he's our father. He's our heavenly father. So he put that DNA in us as well. And it's supposed to be enjoyable. Amen. Amen. That was really, really good. That was really good. So uh, do you guys have any story, you know, from your childhood um, that is funny or or maybe that you can bring up and maybe it brings man- back memories and now you get to apply that with your children? Is there a story you guys want to share? It's, it's not a funny story or anything like that, but um, I don't know. Work ethic came to mind. And this is this may be crazy to you all that are listening, but I was taught work ethic at a young age. Um, and at the time, I didn't even understand it. I was five years old. Yes, five years old. And every summer from the age of five, we went to the blueberry field and picked blueberries. And um, we had to get up early in the morning before <laughs> before the sun um rose and we were out we had our little buckets and at that time I couldn't actually carry the bucket but I was able to pick the berries off of the a tree and put them in the bucket and um it was so amazing because every single day in the summertime we got up early and we were done at 5 and to see the reward you know, when we got paid at the age of five, getting some ice cream, because that's my parents ended up with the money on Friday was payday. And after every Friday, um, after every payday, we, we stopped at the ice cream shop. We looked forward to that. So with that at the beginning of my life, by be, me being five years old, it taught me very good work ethic. I knew that in order to have something, I had to work for it. And um, it was all on how I did it and went about it. Um, 
but it was it disciplined me. It gave me a lot of discipline. And I've been that same way. I've been working all my life, sometimes two or three jobs. But just my parents instilling those work ethics in me and even the work ethics can come in at your in your home with um, giving your kids chores and responsibilities, um, uh, whether it be to um, take out the trash you have to be consistent. We have to be consistent with uh-huh. um, teaching our um, children about values and goals in life. And um, that work ethic right now, that is so important and prevalent in the um, world that we live in. I, I actually That's do so have true. I actually do have a story. Now, sorry, Shelley, I'll be quick. But based okay. on what you just said, Denise, being mm-hmm. consistent and that brought us a story. Um, when my kids, when Amy was, she was like seven years old and Johan was five and a half. So they had to go to school and we had to get out of the house at a certain time so we wouldn't be late. And I, I had to go and drop them off at the school and they knew the time they had to be downstairs because we had to be in the car and leave. And Amy was the one that always will be late. Like, I will have to be always be screaming, Amy, are you ready? We got to go. It's late. Come on. We're, you're going to be late. She will be only always the, the one that will be late. So one day I said, OK, she doesn't listen and I cannot continue to deal with this uh, attitude that she's having with uh, with this behavior. I have to stop it at some point. So Johan was at the car. I was in the car and I said, Amy is not ready. I am leaving. So I closed the door and I locked the door, got in the car. Johan got in the car and we drove off. Amy stayed in the house. She was, I'm telling you, she was like six, seven years old. Johan is looking in the back of the car with his eyes and he's like, mom, are you going to leave Amy? I said, yes. I said, you guys needed to be at a certain time. Otherwise, you will, we will be late. So she is not going to school and she's going to have to pay the consequences. So I drove off. And I obviously I wasn't going to leave, but I drove off just to go around the corner and give him some time and see what happened. So I drove and Johan started tearing. He was like, Mom, you left her. I said, well, you guys got to know that when I say one time we have to leave, you have to be ready. And he was like, Mom, you can't leave her there. You can leave her there. So I turned it in a way. Okay, just because you are feeling that way and you're so concerned about your sister, we're going to go around and we're going to go get her. So we went around. Obviously, I was going to do that. And when I went around, she was on the street walking with her backpack and she was walking to the corner. And I stopped the car and I said, (laughs) Amy, where are you going? She's like, I'm going to school. I said, you know how far the school is? Do you even know how to get there? She was like, no, but she was tearing. And that lesson after that day that they knew that I stick to my word and I say, if I say one thing, I do it. They learned the lesson up to today. I'm telling you, when I tell them what time they have to be ready, they are ready. Because they know if they're not ready, I take off and I leave them. And it's, it hasn't happened anymore after that. So that, that gave them the lesson to be disciplined and to be on time. So it was something, you know, a little trick as a mom. Sometimes you have to use yeah. some tricks, yeah. but it worked mm-hmm. and yeah. it gave them the, the lesson that they have to be on time. And if mom says one thing, mom does it. Stick to it. Because if you don't do it, then they won't believe you. Trust me. They won't. Yeah. So you gotta stick to it. 
have That's to be awesome. consistent. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, that is really, really good. And um, in closing out our awesome parenting segment on today, um, I just want you all just to to sit back and, and analyze yourself as a parent to see if there's anything that you can do to to change. Our children are our future. It's our job to encourage, to build, and uh, to protect their minds, to protect their mental state. It's our job to protect their voice and um, uh, to protect their them as an individual and their vulnerability. And with that being said, we are going to um, allow for Shelly to share a little more in regards to parenting. She has some um, a story or some tips that she wanted to add. Um, go ahead, Shelly, and let us know how. Oh, I'm sorry. It was just one little thing I wanted to share. <laughs> um, and and for some reason, I thought I was closing, but it's all good. <laughs> I'm a little off today, like I said. Uh, but but I just wanted to share, um, growing up, we did a lot of traveling. Every summer, we went on some big trip. And that was, like, something I really looked forward to doing. And we, it wasn't like, you know, going to some local place. It was, like, on the plane, overseas, going somewhere. And I really appreciated that. But I realized, growing up, my parents sacrificed a lot so that we would be able mm-hmm. to do those things. So mm-hmm. we never had Burger King, McDonald's, Wendy's. We didn't eat out mm-hmm. ever, ever. <laughs> like we never had food anywhere. We didn't have junk food in the house. We didn't have none of that stuff. And I realized they sacrificed those little things that don't seem like a whole lot, but they add up to a flight, a plane ticket, or whatever, to go wherever we wanted to go. Mm-hmm. Each summer, we went to my country, where, where I'm from, is St. Vincent and the Grenadines. We went there many years, over and over, like each summer. Or we'd go to Antigua or England or whatever. And all those things were really important to me and, and something that I could appreciate, that my parents really sacrificed um, their time and energy to make sure that we can travel and see the world and experience new things. So that was just a little something that a memory that I had that I wanted to share. Uh, that's good. And that's actually just um, shows everyone that everybody upbringing is different. Everybody parenting style mm-hmm. is different. Um, yeah. They wanted you all to experience the more elaborate things in life. So the things that are maybe elaborate to others, like the junk food, you know, and going out to restaurants. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> That may be elaborate to some families, but to your family, um, the travel was. And so I, I love that. And that's one thing that we have to do. We each have our own different methods and um, styles and how we parent. And long as we parent according to um, the word of God, um, that that's great. And one thing that... Um, I can recall growing up is we prayed and that's one thing, a family that prays mm-hmm. together, stays mm-hmm. together. Yeah. Um, that's what jarred my memory when you were talking about your family, what you all did together. And that's one thing that we did together as a family. It was like, it was consistent um, every yeah. single night. It was not a night that we missed uh, of praying together as a family and just our family being together and spending time with each other. That bond has lasted Throughout my lifetime, I'm 49 years old and my siblings and I, uh, my parents, we are so close. We are very, very close. And so um, 
the things that you implement in your child's life at a young age, they will last yeah. a lifetime. Yeah. So remember, yeah. whether it's good or whether it's bad, it does carry, it does weigh on them as individuals. And our children, they are our future. They are our leaders. Um, and we have to... Um, just remember, you know, girl, change your clothes. It's about edifying and building and, and getting you to look at life differently. So if you are um, that type of parent that for some reason you're neglecting your child and not spending time with them, I encourage you to spend time, sit down with them and to get to know them instead of giving them um, negative comments. I encourage you to give your child words of affirmation. God has entrusted them with us. It's our job to parent them. Um, with God's direction. Yes, I know sometimes parenting can be um, stressful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it can be a challenge. But with God, all things are possible. Don't give up on your children. Because mm-hmm. God, he's our father and he would never give up on us. Um, you all can make it. Continue to thrive to be um, the best, the best parent that you can. And someone just um, put a scripture. I would love to um, have you all have you to read that scripture who, who put it's, that it's john three uh three john john three one and four and it says i have no greater joy than this to hear of my children walking in the truth oh. and i think we can all agree on that, mm-hmm. no, yeah, that. That's good. i think we can all agree no, that. yeah, that's good yes mm-hmm. amen Amen. So we pray that something that you have said encourage you to want to be a better parent when your child come home mm-hmm. from school or from work, whether you have a young adult or a baby or an infant, wrap your arms around them and show yes. them some love. So we are love. closing out this episode, yes, of parenting and get ready for the next episodes coming up. We just want to say thank you and we love you and we are girl, change your clothes. Bye-bye. Bye.